Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, and I am joined by my co-host and good friend, Cody Frankel. Week one of the NHL season is in the books. The Rangers looked pretty good. They went 2-1, and one, and uh, there's a lot of upside, I think, to look forward to, and they've, they've looked incredible, and I feel stupid because, you know, last week before the season started, I said, you know, this could be a year of regression, but Cody, what do you think originally just, you know, this first week and, and the first three games? Well, first and foremost is you shouldn't feel stupid. You are stupid. And <laughs> also, I feel like we shouldn't just jump into the Rangers right away. Like, how was your weekend? Like, what, it, was, it was beautiful out all weekend. You know? It was really nice out. My weekend was awesome. Um, really, really good. It's been tough to watch the Yankees the last few games, but, mm. you know, they have a $36 million man on the mound tonight. So, we yep. will see. We should note that we're recording prior. To, I, I always like just like to say this to give, you know, our listeners perspective. Yes. We're recording before football, before baseball. So keep that in mind. This is Sunday. Yes. Episodes coming out tomorrow. But that being said, hopefully the series will be two to two going to game five. Um, Are you going to go to game five if they they win? No, I should have said that differently. I should have phrased that (laughs) differently. Uh, Hopefully the Yankees are going to game five. But yeah, that being said, I mean, Jets and Giants have two big games today, too. Jets have the Packers and then Giants have the Ravens. So. You know, two pretty good tests for both of these teams to kind of see if, uh, you know, if they're the real deal. So that's exciting for sure. Yeah. Other than that, man, like, you know, uh, chilling, chilling. My brother got engaged, which is great. Congratulations. Thank you. And then, uh, and then, yeah, man, just, just hanging out. How was your weekend overall? My weekend was good. I had some, uh, some hockey buddies in town that I used to play with in junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and dude, the weather was just insane. Like I walked outside yesterday, Saturday afternoon, and I was like, "This feels like the summer." Like it was so hot yesterday. I don't know if you did anything outside or was the engagement yesterday. Oh, in Central Park, yeah, yeah. So, um, I went to tailgate in Brooklyn, which is like an outdoor sports bar. I don't know if you've been there. Have you been? No, I haven't. Oh, you would love it, dude. It's awesome. So they have like, um, I, I guess like a picnic table area and just like a ton of different flat screen TVs. And they have college football games on all day. Like it was, it was packed. I actually, I've gone there now two Saturdays in a row. You know, I, I, for any part of my take fans, I went last Saturday and it happened to be like Jake Marsh's birthday, who's a friend of mine. You know, Jake was part of my take and, and it was cool to see him there. But yeah, like who's that? Jake Marsh. Yeah. He's on part of my take. He's a big uh, barstool. I listen to part of my take though. Is he, uh, he's Jake with oh, like Jake and Billy. Is he the, uh, like the producer? No, he's he's like the like business insider or, or sports insider. Okay, you know okay. J- you know Jake. I, I probably if I listen to an episode, I'll yeah. Be like, oh, okay, that's him because I li- yeah, I you, listen quite frequently. I like you know him. Jake, but yeah, that place is awesome. Like I you know I, I truly just love it here. It's it's been great and um oh, you know I'm I know hoping him. he has the lightish yeah. voice, right? He sounds his yeah voice a little light lighter higher. Yeah, yeah, you know you know Jake. I'm, I might I might end up buying tickets to the game against the Ducks tomorrow or tonight as you're listening. I haven't decided yet. Thursday. You are. I, I think I want I to. Go. Thursday. Thursday. But I'm definitely going to be at the game against the Avalanche on the 25th. So that's going to be my first game if I don't go on Monday. But, yeah. um, you know, do you want to dive into two Rangers or 
Any any yeah. Yankee things to say or any Jet things to say? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've said what we don't I know yet, to, right? So yeah, I mean, I said what I needed to say about the Yankees, like. Aaron Boot, I've been saying this for five years. I mean, he's the worst manager in sports. Um, you know, <laughs> why is that? Why? Because here's the thing, man, about baseball, like a good manager needs two things. One, they need to trust their players. And two, you need to have a good baseball IQ. He has neither of those things and relies purely on analytics and matchup base. And you cannot do that in big moments. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, that'll work fine in the regular season, but when it comes to you know, push come to shove and like in a big moment, you need to trust your baseball intuition and go with the hot hand, do, you know, do certain things like that. And he just doesn't have it time and time again over the last five years, he has made mistakes. Um, you know, in 2019, like that kid, Debbie Garcia, he pulled him in the second inning, had a fiasco there. Um, yesterday put in a rookie instead of our closer for no reason as like, he, he's just not a good manager. Um, you know, and I think, the Yankees definitely need a brass overhaul and, you know, to get rid of him, get rid of Cashman. I mean, enough's enough with these guys. Uh, that being said, I, I mean, obviously I hope that Cole shoves tonight and then they mm-hmm. force game five. And then obviously anybody, it's the same thing with hockey game seven, you know, game five and in, in ALDS, like anybody could win. Um, and I, I do, I do still feel good about the team beating Cleveland, but I do not feel good about the team playing in Houston the next series, because if this is any indication, like they're going to beat us in five. So, Mm -hmm. and it's a shame because the Phillies and the Padres both won and the Yankees can beat both of those teams with ease. So Mm -hmm. I do believe that if the Yankees go down against the guardians, which they very well might because just need one game, then we're, literally handing Houston a world series because I don't mm-hmm. see anybody, I don't see anybody else even testing them. So um, that being said, I guess you never know. Cause like the Phillies and the Padres did upset twice, but we will see. Um, yeah. And jets, uh, you know, hope Zach Wilson f- fucking does his thing and, <laughs> and becomes a quarterback. That's, that's really it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, let's, you can definitely hop into some Rangers. I mean, those first three games, man, I like, I think we should do a, a takeaway from each game. Sure. You know, like what game, was your game one? Takeaway? You can do a takeaway because I didn't watch. I was obviously at the playoff game for the Yankees, mm-hmm. but I did look with my friends at some highlights, um, and we whipped up the stream, and I did see Mika had that top shelf goal on um, that like nasty, backhand. nasty move, Short yeah, that nasty mm-hmm. backhand, which was fucking awesome. But I don't really have many takeaways from that game uh, other than like what I've heard. I, I know they played a very sound game. Um, and you know that's a good win, but I'll, I'll let you kind of talk about the Tampa game. Yeah, I uh, I only watched the first period live because I was flying um, mm. from Denver to DC. But I went back and watched you know like the YouTube like ten minute highlight video from what I missed in the second and third. But yeah, you know I guess I guess just from the first period, my main takeaway was just the pace of play that the Rangers are playing at. Like you know I think last year something that I said was they couldn't keep up with a team like Colorado. They aren't fast enough. And they aren't strong enough, and I, that, mm-hmm. I think that's why I said like Colorado would have smoked them in the final. They look but, pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, like like no, like in in the first game, man, they came out of the gate in that first period, and they were flying. Like yeah. they really were. They they look so fast, and um, the power play that, that first power play unit, like I, I mean, it's obviously the same as last year for the most part, except you throw in Trocheck for Strom. But right, man, this power play is, is scary. Like you know, we saw it, and we we can go into the game against Minnesota because. You know, we that saw was a little crazy. bit crazy. So yeah, many, we saw so a little bit more there. 
So I watched that, that first game. power play goal, the the Panarin across to Mika back to yeah. the rider. That was yeah. just like I, a thing of beauty. I mean, on top of that, dude, that Lafreniere pass was unreal, unreal. The that pass in, the pass in traffic, yeah, to Foxy. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was just on point precision. Like that is the pass of an absolute gamer, and. You know, I'm excited to kind of see where he goes this season. Obviously, everybody's expecting that breakout season, and he was playing on the right, which is which is cool because um, a lot of people weren't sure if he could do it or not, make the transition. I mean, he looks comfortable up there. He had a really, really nice game. And on top of that, I thought the boys just looked good. Like, they were zipping around, um, you know, they were buzzing around that the – like I, I don't really know what else to say other than they were they were firing on all cylinders and like that's what we expect from this team to beat a team like Minnesota who's a very good hockey team and not just beat them but like pulverize them. Yeah, no, I I I, tweet, I tweeted it out. I said this is the most skilled team from top to bottom that I've seen in my in my lifetime. I think for the Rangers, like you know, everyone even even from you know Panarin all the way down to Zach Jones. Like I thought Zach Jones played pretty well. He made a couple mistakes and that's why. Yeah. He got scratched, I think, against Winnipeg, which, you know, we'll dive into that a little bit, too, because I have a, a little rant about that, I think, as well. Okay. But, man, from from literally, you know, all the way through the lineup, like, Reeves had that big fight. No, and I was just going to say, the Revo, yeah. the, that, that iconic, awesome. um, yeah. monumental picture is, I mean, that that was just awesome. That was mm-hmm. awesome. So, like, you know, literally four lines going, all three D pairs look good. Igor played great. Um, yeah. you know, Obviously, there were a couple of nice goals. Minnesota scored. Matt Boldy had those two nice goals. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, I mean the Rangers just like look completely dominant Boldy's and sick. and what's up? I said Boldy's sick. He's yeah, a, he's, he's good. a good player. And something I think to notice too, which we're probably not used to seeing, I'm almost positive the Rangers have outshot their opponent in all three games, which is not something did that they, uh, did they outshoot? Did they end up out shooting them in Minnesota? I thought they I thought they were getting badly outshot. I'm gonna double check just because I want to be right, but I'm almost positive, <laughs> almost positive that they outshot uh, all their opponents. Let me when did they play here. Thursday? Yeah, I got it right here. So the Rangers had, oh no, they were outshot 36, 35. Yeah, yeah. Because I, they did, they did make, you know, like a shot comeback towards the end. But mm-hmm. I remember at one point early in the third, they were outshot by like 10. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. I mean, good, listen, good call by you. Good call by you. But yeah, in game one against you know Tampa, what, they outshot Tampa 39, 26. Yeah. And they're outshot 36, 35. And then in Winnipeg, they outshot them 41 to 33. So they're getting a lot of shots on goal, man. And they that's got what we want. I'm, I'm going to look now. Yeah. Like, yeah, Pittsburgh actually, well. Pittsburgh's definitely a number one right now for probably shots per game because they've had 50 in both. Uh-huh. But the Rangers, yeah, Pittsburgh's at 49.0 right now. The Rangers are fourth with shots on goal per game at 38.3. So that's a good sign, too. They're shooting the puck. Yeah, yeah. I know it, it is. I mean, I'm not used to it. Like, we're usually used to squeaking by wins like three to one, two to one, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're outshot like 39 to 24. And Igor is standing on his head. Um, very good to see. And then, yeah, I mean, we can transition to the Winnipeg game a little bit. I know, I know, Halak played um, played pretty well until those last like four or five minutes. I mean, e- even that, like, you can argue the defense kind of let it slip there. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it's not a discouraging performance from him, and you know, it's like it, it's nice knowing we have a good backup. Mm-hmm. Um, he and, played great. I mean, that that yeah. you know that game winning goal was just kind of like a you know a mishap by the forwards, like kind of got lost they didn't really pick up their guys in front of the net and you, yeah you said you can't really blame him like that was just a like a miscommunication amongst the players in the ice 
Yeah, but but I did uh, I did want to bring up like obviously Kravtsov got injured, and you know it forces Lafreniere on the right, which is fine. Um, big opportunity for him now, and also big opportunity for Kako as well. But one, when do we think Kravy will be back? Like, is he back tomorrow? Have Have you heard anything there? And then two, Hunt has obviously been his replacement. Like, I know he's a GG favorite. I just don't agree with that. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't agree with it. So, Colin Stevenson and, and all the reporters did tweet that Kravtsov is skating in a non-contact jersey, so I imagine he'll be back at some point this week Thur- if he's Thursday. skating. Thursday. Um, you think Thursday he'll be back? Yeah, I mean, if he's yeah. skating in no contact, he's not playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that gives him, you know, tomorrow to practice, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I think, mm-hmm. like, Thursday, yeah. Yeah. I'll be yeah. I'd, say, I'd say we should see him Thursday or Sunday, but even then, like, not necessarily sure where he might fit in. Like right now, Colin also tweeted the lines of practice today. It's Kreider, Mika, Kako, Panarin, mm-hmm. Trocek, Laugh, VZ, Heedle, Blay, then Hunt, Goudreau, and Reeves, and Kravtsov is the extra. So, so, wow. We might see Kravtsov go in maybe for, you know, maybe he'll take like VZ spot. and VZ No, no, he will for line. sure. He's going to, I mean, dude, they're not going to demote him mm. after a game, you know, like, yeah, he didn't play that well, but like, they're not going to demote him after a game. You got to give this guy at least the Neil's treatment, like, you know, 30 plus games to really see what he's got. Let him, let him fit in a little bit. Like, I'm not worried. I think he'll take the VZ spot and then VZ will probably bump down and Hunt will get mm. out of that lineup. But that, that brings me to the question, like, what is good with Carpenter? Cause he's looked bad, right? Carpenters look he like also, kind of lost. I don't know if you saw this. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't remember seeing him get like hurt or anything, but did you see this picture of his like like head? Head, yeah. yeah. What happened? Did you see what yeah. happened? I, I don't know. It looks like, dude, that looks like like a skate or a stick just like clobbed him. Yeah, I want to try to find the play here because this ash is pretty nuts. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I I'm not a I'm not a Gautier guy. I, we've had this talk on him, but I I just think there's more talent to be had than Hunt. Like Hunt is literally just a body. He doesn't do anything. He and scored it, a really nice goal against Winnipeg. That was fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, but uh, I just don't know, man. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, okay. He did score that goal. That's that true. goal was that goal was nasty. That whole play was nasty. Panarin's puck protection, one on yeah. two. Spin move to Trocheck. Trocheck then spins around. Hunt goes from skate to stick. Top shelf. Like that was. I'll, I'll post the clip right here. But that was fucking disgusting. And Aaron might actually have a hundred assists, dude. So I I think um you know we should dive into some certain topics. We have a lot of fan questions, but I know you know I actually want to mention the Zach Jones thing quick um because we don't have any questions about Jones. But Hayek obviously was dressed against Winnipeg over Zach Jones, and. The thing that bothers me about this is like a guy like Zach Jones, right? He makes the lineup opening night. He earns that spot yeah. and he makes a couple mistakes and he's taken out right away. But, you know, from the coaching perspective or, or I guess from a player's perspective on my end, how can he gain confidence if he knows that he's just like one or two mistakes away from getting scratched? Dude, it's the same exact thing with Kraftsoff. Like what, yeah. what we were just saying. It's yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's honestly pathetic. I agree with you. I think it, it's sorry. I don't know if it's pathetic. It's just, it's it's just pathetic. like. It's it's just a bit no, but as a player, it's a very hard thing to do. Like now, you know those mistakes Jones made. Of course, he's taken out of the lineup so he can learn from those mistakes. But at the same time, every play he makes now, he's going to be thinking about if I fuck up, I'm just going to be out of the lineup. 
I, I'm still going to use the word pathetic. I think it's a really bad look. And I think I agree with you. I think these guys need to get the veterans mentality and veterans treatment where like, yeah, sure. All right. Maybe you haven't earned your spot yet technically. So that's like kind of why GG is being a little hard on them, but like, how are you going to learn from these things and how are you going to build on them? How are you going to build that confidence? How are you going to start, you know, playing that good hockey that we need you to play? If like, you're just immediately going to get demoted. You're going to be a healthy scratcher. You're going to get sent down. It's a little mm-hmm. ridiculous. And and I think that both Zach Jones and Kravtsov should be in this lineup. They should be there for at least 30 games. All right, in 30 games, if if Zach Jones is still making these mistakes and like whatever, all right, yeah, then fine. Okay, maybe he needs some more polishing. Send him to Hartford. Let him be a scratch. Let him keep practicing with the big guys and so on. But from from one or two games, give me a break. Give me yeah. a break. Like, nobody wants to see Hayek. We've had this guy in, on our freaking team for nine years. or however, <laughs> Like, like I, he's probably still, like, 24, and I feel like he's been on this team for all the better part of a decade. Like, come on. Come on. No, I, I agree. And I think, honestly, I think everyone listening would probably agree with you, too. Like, get, give Jones a little more breathing room, right? Like, that's kind of what we're saying here. Like, you know, give him a longer leash, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's, he's going to make mistakes. It's his first full season in the NHL, but – the way he learns from them is, is by playing and, and being put in those situations again and, you know, going over video and, and totally. doing all these things. Like, obviously, sometimes a player gets scratched, like, let a fire in their ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're, we're kind of seeing it right now from Capo Caco, like, gets yeah. scratched in game six last year, and he's been, you know, arguably the most impressive player thus far, I think, the first three games. So He's been very, very good. Yeah, I've been very I mean, impressed. Dude, I've been impressed with him. I've been impressed with Heedle, and I've been impressed with Laugh. Like, all three yeah. of them have, have uh, you know – been living up to the hype so i hope they keep keep building on that yeah yeah and that kind of brings us to the first fan question wait um, i actually was gonna yeah. say one last thing do you agree with this if let's say we give kravsov you know 50 games however long we're giving him like and he's just not doing it he i, I mean i'm not saying he will but let's say he's like kind of a replica a little bit of like a lee anderson mm-hmm. in terms of like production and e- even a heedle like in terms of like slow start not producing even though we're giving him that consistently top role in, in in that top nine like do you think it's a possibility that we see Othman come on over at some point to take his spot and I know it would have to be after the Flint season's over but I believe then he's allowed to come over so like kind of like the Kravtsov situation when he was in Russia right like if you can get him over here he could play but he it, it didn't happen but like I feel like Othman is way further in development than Kravtsov was at this point so I could totally see him coming over at some point and taking that spot in the last like 10, 15 games for playoff push. I, I don't know. So the rule is that no players under 20 can like, isn't that the rule? Like the 19, 20 year old, right? Like if you're in the NHL and you're 19, you either have to go to the OHL. You can't play in the AHL at 19, right? Correct. Yeah. That's the, that's the rule, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. I don't no, really know. Correct. So, I just Googled it because I think this is a good point. Offen's birthday is January 5th. Yep, he turns so 20. Yeah. He'll turn 20 in January, and if that's the rule, he could get called up anytime after January 5th, and I think maybe that's when he earns a spot. I don't, I don't know. Well, that's like, what I really I'm don't know the rule. So, yeah. like, we, we might need someone to, you know, DM us, us or whatever. Us. Like, yeah. Know. Probably Harrison Hasco. Shout out to him. <laughs> he's, he's the one who made, made me aware of the rule to begin with. Yeah. Um. So I, I think, you know, may, I don't know if he has to wait for Flint season to be over. Or but that's that's what 20. I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like you're giving Kravy those 40 games and 
around January is like the 40, 50 game mark, yeah. right? You know, we go through April. So that's around half halfway point there, probably something like 40 games. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's enough time to know if Kravtsov's the real deal or not. And, and you know, like you can't judge him because he's still so young, obviously, but this guy's been on the outs for a long time. And like for us to sign him and then give him that top nine role, like we're doing that expecting and fully expecting to see results immediately. And it's mm-hmm. not like, a, oh, we'll let him ease into it thing. He's young. Like this guy's on the outs with the organization. We all know he's on a one-year, like, prove-it deal. Like, yo, do you have it or do you not have it? Mm-hmm. So I think if he's not producing in the first 40 games, and he still very well might. Like, it's been a game, and then he got hurt and and so on. And, like, obviously he didn't have the strongest camp. But, like, I'm still confident this kid's super talented, but I really want to see it translate on the ice. Otherwise, yeah, I, I could see Othman coming up for sure. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And, you know, for everything I've seen out of Othman, like, he seems like a guy that we'd love to have for a playoff run, so – yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm all on the uh Othman train. You know? Okay. All right, let's let's dive into those fan questions. That was a good that was a good point though. I'm happy you brought that up. That was that was uh it's interesting. That's something to watch for because I didn't yeah. I didn't know Othman's birthday was in January until now. Yep. So that's something to look out for. But first question we got from Stello93 underscore Jake. Can you just talk about how good Kako's looked? And <laughs> I mean, do you want to start just, or yeah, I mean we just did that. He, he, but yeah, he looks he looks fantastic. I think he looks poised. I think he looks like a big strong-bodied guy that we knew he would be. He's playing physical. I mean, that goal he had was Gross. pure and utter dominance. It wasn't even like the sickest shot. The, it, it was just it was just dominance. Like he just Your man strength. Yes, he he completely overpowered the defenseman mm-hmm. and breezed right through him, pushed him aside. And, and put it in like, that is what we like to see from a guy like that. And those, that is when, you know, last year, the year before when he got drafted, I said, he reminds me of Kreider in terms of like how big he is. And that's like Mm -hmm. something you would see Kreider do where he just like gets the puck and just bodies the guy in front of him and, and puts it in like a pure, like a power forward in basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to see from Kako and like, keep that up. Yeah. Just to reiterate your point. I think I don't know where it came from, but this is the most confident I've seen Capo Caco look. Where it came from? Because we put him on the first line finally, and, and I him guess out. no. But even even last year when he was playing with Panarin, I guess he showed some confidence last year. But he he like look, he just looks faster. He, He's a he peacock. Looks, you gotta you know, let him fly, man. Yeah, he he just looks like that one step. You know, he he really uh, must have done that in the offseason, just focused on his speed because he looks he just he just looks quicker out there. You know, and obviously everyone's talked about it already, but that goal was like the exact same thing that he did in Traverse city against the wild in Traverse yeah. city, which was really funny. Yeah. And you know, to your point too, that, that goal, the guy who was defending him was Joel Erickson, who's like one of the better defensive forwards in the league, like yep. a big guy, long reach. So to see him do that against a, you know, a, you know, pretty solidified defensive forward, like Erickson was, was incredible. So hopefully Kako can keep it up. I'd like to see him shoot the puck a little bit more. Um, still like, you know, he had a really nice move against Winnipeg the other night and, chose to, you know, throw a backhanded pass across the crease that went to nobody instead of just letting it rip. So I, I hope he thinks a little more shoot first, but yeah. you know, he's looked great, I think, to start the year. I, I want the whole team to start thinking shoot first. Like Which honestly, is crazy because they're they yeah. have, you know, thirty eight point yeah. three shots a game, but still yeah. like there's so many chances they pass up. Yeah, I just like enough of the the little like toe pat like like we've witnessed if that for yeah, we being cute, we've witnessed that for the last seven, eight years, even during the lung fist era. Like I just want you guys Shoot the puck, get that confidence, and you know let let the kids fly, baby. Mm-hmm. 
And the next question we have from Kaylee. We have a couple. So we do have some people that ask two questions, but they're all good. So Kaylee underscore Skichitano. Do you guys find the moving ads on the boards distracting or is it just me? LOL. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm so focused on the game. Like, I don't even notice that until until you just said something. I don't like it, but I know in person it's like the normal typical ads are there. It's uh-huh. not like I, people are a little confused in that. Like it's just the digital. It's not like yeah, you know, nothing in person's different. But yeah, I do find it a little bit the same. Every sport, though, man, it's in football, yeah. it's in baseball. Like at every stadium, you you see those kinds of things, and I, I think it's all part of the process about building the etiquette of the sport and mm-hmm. and building it up in the U.S. and you know making it kind of kind of on the same level as the other three big sports right because obviously you know johnny and i love hockey you love hockey but right now hockey just isn't tracking where it should next to the other sports and like it it might never unfortunately because the other three sports have so much money like getting pumped into them but that being said like i i do think the ads are a big part of that and and it's definitely like a first step in kind of building up the sport a little bit, but um, I'm going to pay attention to that now. Cause yeah, those are never fun to like, look at. <laughs> well, no, it's funny because I was watching the San Jose Sharks game the other night with a friend and he was like, let's try to time when the ad's going to change. Like we were just oh, really? when the ad was gonna, like, we weren't even watching the game. We were just like, literally it was going from like SAP to Chegg. We were like trying to like, literally like we we're going now, you know, like it was just like, like we were playing a completely different game and like not even focusing on the actual hockey game. So like, I guess in that sense, it is like very yeah. distracting. But yeah, I don't really have my. I think we'll get used to it as as time goes on. Um, so Kaylee, again, who was your Ranger MVP from Week One? I'll let you go first. So I think mine is like the obvious choice, but Artemi Panarin right now is tied with Crosby for the league leading points, mm-hmm. going five assists. Um, he he just he looks fucking awesome. Like he really does. He's he's playing. He always plays with confidence, but he really is. He's he's dominating right now. He just makes. So many good, easy, quick decisions. Like his passing is so, so precise. Like the the you know opening night Mika power play goal. Like Panarin threads the seam there, and, and Mika throws the one timer home. Huge goal, go ahead goal in the third period. Then Minnesota, you know we see Panarin. I think he had like three assists or, or four assists, maybe. Um, or no, he had a goal and three assists. I think against yeah. Minnesota. You know he he also made that power play pass across to Mika as well, and then Mika went back toward Kreider, like I said before. And then the play he made in Winnipeg to tie the game, third period. You know, has two guys on him, protects the puck, finds Trocek, Trocek then finds Hunt. Like Panarin just really, you know, I, I argued it last year that the offense kind of flowed through Fox, but, huh. you know, the first three games, Panarin's really driving the bus. Yeah, yeah, Panarin's looked great. Uh, I'm going to go with another key contributor to this team in the first week, and I'm going to go with Mika Zibanejad, mm-hmm. my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that first game, I mean, he, he single-handedly – helped us beat Tampa if if not that it himself. Uh yeah. he had four points. He had nine shots, which is insane. Uh two goals, two assists. Game two in Minnesota picks up right where he left off. Had two assists, three shots, uh was all over the ice zipping around. And then even against Winnipeg, I mean he didn't have any points, but he had three shots. He's just shooting the ball, uh the the ball. He's shooting the puck <laughs> comfortably. Um, you know, he he looks like he's in his element out there. And I think that's really important to see that from him right from the get-go. Cause we all know, you know, guys like Mika, guys like Kreider, they're very streaky, but mm-hmm. um, you know, he's, he, he la- remember last year, it took him so long to get yeah. started. Like he yeah. got started right out the gate. And if he keeps that going, like I, I think he knows he's a streaky player. And I think he knows like everybody else knows that as well. And he wants to get out of that funk. And I would, I would just love to see him just absolutely dominate this year and, and, 
kind of pull a crider, like not slow down at all mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, keep that momentum up. And, and this guy's a, a huge catalyst of this team. So I'm going to go with Mika. So I was actually listening to 32 thoughts with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick, and they were talking about how Mika is arguably becoming the most underrated superstar in the NHL. Like totally, you know, oh, obviously totally. Ranger fans, we see it every night, but there, I, I think there's no denying the fact that he should like, he should be considered a top 10 center at least. And it's kind of ridiculous because like you see all the, you know, the top tens, top twenties come out and like, I mean the NH. I think NHL put Mika as tenth or ninth, but I'm like not sure. I know they have like Fox and Igor in the top twenty this year. Top twenty players in the NHL. Yeah, M- Mika was like thirty four or something, but he was mm-hmm. he was still top ten centers, I believe. But like you see these other sites, like for example, Bleacher Report put him as like twelfth. Like mm-hmm. no, I mean they they put some of the guys they put over him. I'm just like nah. Like he he's he's a top ten center in the NHL. The guys have one A. Um, you know he he's proved himself time and time again he's on pace to like be a 40 goal scorer. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm not like, I was actually going to say too, I'm sure you might agree with this, even though we usually never agree, but I feel like we've been agreeing a lot today. You know, last year, last off season, there was a lot of hype about bringing Eichel here, but yeah, man, I, I'm taking Miko over Eichel. I think any day of the oh, week, it's not even close, man. Yeah. It's not even close. Like, I, I, yeah, it's, it's not even close. I think, for sure i'm going Miko over eichel i mean if you asked me this three years ago i i no way probably, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah i'd be like oh no eichel's the guy no mm-hmm. nope 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 mika is that dude um you know he's very very important part of this team and uh yeah i love the guy so especially his mm-hmm. hair so yeah so let's go into the next one we got two more from nicholas bronca but here's his first one after two ga- I feel like this is at me. After two games with Igor and Net, does it look like the Rangers can get past the first round? <laughs> That's I think totally this might be a jab. Yeah, there's a jab at me. Um, listen, I, I never said Nope, you did that- what? No, no, I I said I expect the Rangers to lose in the first round, but not I, because I, of- I want an apology to everybody. I said that that's what I said to start of the show. No, I, I want I want a couple. Well, no, because I still I still I still think it's true. Um, but I <laughs> it's not it's not like it's an ability thing. I just think Dude, like, look at the Yankees, man. Look at the Mets. Like, you have these good years and you build on it. And then sometimes it's it's just like, a, you know, you get punched in the, in the throat kind of thing when it comes to the playoffs. Mm. It's just hard to react. Like, you know, I think last year, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying this all year if these questions keep asking, last year everything went right for them, you know? Yeah. Like, like it really did. Like they get, they got the, well, not really, I guess I'm trying to think. Yeah, about I'm, I'm not, not really I'm because they went, with this, man. They they went down three to one, they went down two nothing, but I, I'm yeah. saying like the backup goalies and that stuff, like, you know, they got those sure, bounces. Sure. But, but dude, that shit had, look, yeah, right, yeah, you, shit, you, shit bring up, you bring up a good point, right? You're like, look at dude. The Yankees are missing their two best contact hitters this entire series. They're missing DJ LeMahieu and they're missing Andrew Benintendi. So mm-hmm. arguably if they had not those, the bounces. Yeah, sure. And if they had those two guys, they probably would have won one of the two games and would be up two to one right now instead of down one to two. It mm-hmm. happens with every single team. So like you can't really look at, yes, I know we played Deming. I know we play, I, you know, I know Freddie Anderson got hurt and stuff like that, but like shit happens, man. Shit happens. And like yeah. t- making excuses in the playoffs for teams like that. I can't stand when people do it. Like everybody does it. Like, you know, Mm. I've done it as well. Right. (laughs) It's it's just true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, shit happens in the playoffs and like you either roll with the punches or you get fucking gut punched. That's what happens. And, um, I, I I don't want to discredit what you said with the, like, you know, with the Rangers not getting past the first round, but, 
Um, like in all seriousness, I, I do gen- genuinely disagree because as you should, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's it, no, like, like because they're a good thing, enough man. team. Like they're sure. a good enough team. Sure. You know? But here's the thing. Like, obviously they got Trocheck that, you know, they, they lost some pieces, right? You see what Vetrano's doing with the docs. He's, he's the man. Um, they lost some good pieces, but at the same time, they will have money at the deadline. Like they can make an acquisition if they want. They could call up Othman. Like if their one issue is like, they're not defensively sound on the third pair. Like I'm not that worried. Like you, you yourself have, have talked about Georgiev. You're like, yo, they're not avalanche isn't going anywhere with Georgiev. So it's like all these teams have different things. So it's like, it's really anyone's game right now. And I haven't seen, I know we lost to Winnipeg, but I haven't seen a team yet. And I know it's, you know, most teams have played one game, two games. We played three. Like I haven't seen a team look better than us yet. And Dude, I was going to say, sorry, no, keep going, keep going. No, go, go, go. Have you watched Pittsburgh? No, I haven't watched Pittsburgh. They look fucking good. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm I'm probably gonna be shoving my fifth place pick up my butt because. Well, no, I got shit on because I picked them to win the division, and like, like not even just by you, by like everyone. Like, yeah, shit on me for picking them, and they. I mean, granted, they played Arizona their opening night, but they fucking. <laughs> I mean, they also played Brian Elliott. I guess it wasn't I, last lefty. I, I still, they, I still take us over Pittsburgh on mm-hmm. on the sole fact that they're average age is like 33 years old like Mm -hmm. sure veterans mentality whatever like dude those guys at some point are gonna like start to turn and you see it with malkin like getting hurt um the tank can't stay healthy you know crosby gets hurt here and there like yeah they they got some of these guys but i i don't know man um but yeah they yeah they look good they look good yeah i guess back to the original question though with igor and net igor is not the concern they can win the stanley cup on igor you yeah, know, he can, he can carry them all the way. So yeah. um, it, it never had to do with Igor, but yes, the Rangers can and, and should win the first round. I just think adversity might kick in. I don't know. That's just my gut feeling. But next question. I tell you something really funny right now. Yeah. Your hair looks like you're like a 70 year old lady with the like little curling things. In the- what? <laughs> Over here? No, no. You know, you know, those like curling things. Oh, like, like curling iron. Things? Like, oh, it's like, like I see what you're saying. It's like perfectly, like, yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Perfectly curled back. That was yeah. great. Um, um, <laughs> I see, I see that. Let's go to the next question. Uh, oh, this is this is kind of what we were talking about before. Uh, what does the lineup look like with Vitaly and Blay healthy? Blay on the third line, Vitaly on the second line. Um, that's a great question, actually, Nicholas. Um, what does the lineup? Did look I say? Like? Oh, I didn't say Nicholas Bronco. Did I not? Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I. I <laughs> No, I, I think, yeah, that's tough. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, if, if Blay is on that second line, you're looking like, how would he, how would that even work? I mean, you're looking at. No, he's saying Blay on the third line. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just thinking of it vice versa in my mind. Like, or if Vitaly is on that. No, because Vitaly's not going back on that second line. Like, I think. I don't think so. I think, I think that's, that's a thing of the past. Um, As long as Laffy is, is wheeling and dealing with those guys and he's sure as shit not going on the first. So I wouldn't be surprised if they both go on the third line. Honestly, it's going to be, it's going to be Blay, Heedle, Kravtsov. And then on that fourth line. It's going to be Goudreau, uh, VZ, and who would we push down? And Revo? Yeah. I like I like that. Yeah, I think that'll be it. And then, like, if one of the guys on the fourth line slacks a little bit, you'll throw Carpenter on there. That's, that's yeah. probably what it's going to be. Yeah, I agree. And it looks like Carpenter's out. Um, he's not practicing. 
So yeah, part of his head went missing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I don't I don't think Kravtsov gets back on that second line unless like someone gets hurt. Agreed. Um, you know, we'll see. Obviously, like things will change, but yeah, you know, this week I think it's gonna stay with uh you know Kako Kreider, Mika, and then Lapernier, Trocheck, yeah. and Panarin. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go into the next one. Sammy Hockey 36, a very loyal question asker. What has impressed you so far about this season? What hasn't impressed you? Um, okay. Hasn't impressed me. I'll start with the negative. Um, I just said it. I think the defense could definitely look a little bit more sound. Um, you know, they, they didn't play all that well against Winnipeg, and I think they could have tightened things up. Uh, I think they will tighten things up. Uh, in terms of what has impressed me, I mean, we've also covered that, but you know, some, some, someone who we haven't covered, I think Keandre Miller's looked awesome. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, the kid just continues to impress me, um, game in and game out. And, you know, he's not going to be on the score sheet every night, but you could just see what an efficient player he is. And like, he's going to be such an important part and, uh, you know, cog of this wheel, like in in the immediate and long-term future, uh, so I, I'm very excited to, you know, see him elevate his career this year as well. And hopefully break out into that like superstar level player that we're all hoping for. So, yeah, no, I, I think that was, that was perfect. Um, Thank you, you know, man. I guess to your point, I, I, I don't really know what hasn't impressed me. Um, like I, you know, I, I really don't have much negative to say. I mean, I guess, you know, probably similar to the, to your point, to the D or even the five and five scoring. Um, it's just you know, so I, early, man. It's yeah, so it's, early to like, to like, it's even, hard to make an assumption like this because it's, it's, you know, it's three games. I mean, mm-hmm. let's, let's revisit this question in, in 15 games. Well, I could say what has impressed me. And, and like I said, you know, to start the show kind of it's, it's uh-huh. been that pace of play and just the team speed overall. Like they're, they're just playing like, you know, a step quicker. It looks like than, than last and the year. shots. Yeah. The shots too. the face-offs. I think their face-offs are much better. Trocheck coming in and, and helping in that area. Let me just, yeah. let me just check that really quick. I think, they were leading the league in faceoff percentage. I'm pretty sure. Obviously, it's like you know pretty early, but no, they've fallen back to oh shit, they're ninth, fifty three point seven percent in the faceoff dot. But you know those are important. So yeah, totally. um, especially come playoff time. So I think you know just the overall team pace of play, the speed, that's what's impressed me most. They just like you know, Kako drawing a couple penalties against Tampa in the early game, like just looking fast, like. Yeah, playing confident, playing strong. So I think that's what's impressed me most. It is hard to say what hasn't. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a, a good question, Sammy, that we'll get back to in, in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. Now, the last question we got from the fans, Maddie McFly, the chosen one, another loyal question asker. Lafreniere stays his second right wing, which we kind of just talked about. Yeah, Thoughts we don't need that. And Kako. Let's just cover Trocek. I mean, we've covered the other two. Uh, I, thought, I thought he's looked good so far. I mean, he's, you know, he's done what's asked of him he's he's playing physical and we've seen it he's had some pretty big hits so far and uh i just want to obviously he scored that goal which which mm-hmm. was great against minnesota right he scored the goal against minnesota yeah yeah against yes minnesota. Yeah. yes that was a great um, pass by panarin too yeah, yeah. Panarin made that great play he's everywhere um mm-hmm. yeah i mean i just wanted to see him keep building on that like you know he he has two incredibly skilled players alongside him now on this on this second uh, line here, and not to say he didn't in Carolina, but I think he has a lot more talent now in New York on this line. So sure. I, I, I'm very like excited to see where he goes. Um, you know, another question to be asked in like 15 games, 20 games, where we could really see how he's doing. But 
I mean, we need him to, we need him to be good because we have him for a long time. So, yeah. I mean, he's also a guy who, you know, he's been shooting the puck too. Like, you know, I'm looking at it right now. And, and actually, you know, what, what's awesome that I didn't realize was uh, Lafreniere right now is second on the team in shots behind Mika. So that's pretty encouraging too. I want to see Laf shoot the puck more. He's super skilled. We know that he can, he can make plays. He's a playmaker, but had that shoot first mentality for a guy like Lafreniere, that could be dangerous for him. And he needs to, he needs to get a goal pretty soon just to get his confidence going. Um, yep. You know, the, the yep. longer it takes for him, I think less confident he'll be, but true check totally. back to him. I think, uh, you know, obviously it's a little early and you, you can't say he has the chemistry that Panarin and Strom had, but you know, I think there's signs of that growing and I think, you know, it could easily happen in the next, you know, five to 10 games or so. So, you know, I've been impressed with true not crazy impressed. I don't think he's like, incredible right now but like you know like we said it's three games in so yeah i think totally. he'll, uh, you know he'll find his his way and uh yeah and that being said i did just want to run through a quick ad from one of our sponsors underdog fantasy uh you know it's a really really cool app where you can do some drafts you can do some daily pickums i personally really like the daily pickum um and my daily pickum for today I went with uh, some football and some baseball combo. The th- the cool thing about underdog is they have multipliers. So you can choose up to five different, I guess, bets technically in the pick them and each one will get multiplied. So like if you choose five, it's a 20 X multiplier. So if you only bet $20 and like all five of your bets hit, you could win $400, which is pretty cool. And then they also have a thing like insurance where if you toggle the insurance button on there, like you only have to hit, you could allow one of the bets to miss and you still win like 70% of your money. It's actually some pretty cool stuff. But um, but yeah, if you use our code blue crew in all caps, that's blue crew uh, underdog will match up to a hundred dollars of your first bet. So definitely check it out. Um, and yeah, now back to the show. Yeah. I mean, you want to introduce this new segment or yeah, totally. Uh, so Johnny and I are going to do a cool little new segment here every week. We're going to uh, do a five round one for one draft. Uh, and we're going to kind of change it up each week with something different. Be a little, uh, a little fun, a little new. And in today's draft, we're going to go, uh, you know, top sports movies. So that being said, I will it's your segment. So you got to get the first overall. Wow, pick. Right, okay. you're, you're, all right. Well, I think, uh, well, are we going just movies that we like or like? Yeah, the best no, 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 no. Based on our favorite movies, okay. our favorite movies ever. But uh, I would hope if it's your favorite movie ever, it's also a very good movie. Um, that being no, said, <laughs> one, one draft. Here we go. I've watched this movie a million, bajillion, trillion times. Number one overall. I'm going with my boys, starting with Herb Brooks at Miracle. Oh, you're going like intense sports movie. Dude, Miracle Rules. Miracle is a great movie. Yeah, but... Meanwhile, Johnny was about to say like Goon 3. Um, no, I don't know. I have, I have, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of had an opposite vibe. Well, not an opposite vibe. Miracle is obviously like you, the best, what you best do. sports movies ever. Like I, I've just seen Miracle so many, like every bus trip it played. Like I'm like so over Miracle. Like I love it so much, but. I could, I could quote every single line from that yeah. movie. I actually, I have a uh, really We're family hub. <laughs> About my, I have a for, funny story about my ex girlfriend in regards to Miracle. Um, I made her watch it once because, like, it literally, like, it's the most like you know famous hockey movie, obviously. And Rizzo scores the goal to go up four to three in the third period, and she like looks at me and goes, "OMG, like, do they win?" And I was like, "It wouldn't be a fucking movie if they didn't." 
Well, to be fair, dude, there's a it's lot. Miracle. Of, there's a lot of. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but there is a lot of sports movies where you know they do. Lose yeah, yeah, but the but, name of the title is Miracle. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I thought it was really no. funny. I always made peanut brain, peanut brain. But yeah. uh, she's no, she's uh, great though. Love her, great girl. <laughs> All right, you're up. Uh, my first round pick, and I feel like this might be something that you had in your list because it's a baseball movie. I'm going with. If you say it, I'll kill you. No, oh, rookie whew. of the year. Whew. Rookie of the year was my favorite, like favorite movie growing up. Always loved Henry Rowan Gardner. I actually had a Henry Rowan Gardner jersey. Um, but yeah, rookie of the year. One That's of my, a good one movie. Of my so funny enough, with my second round pick, and I thought you were just going to take it, and I was getting really mad. Uh, I'm actually going with the rookie, which is an mm. awesome, awesome Dennis baseball Quaid. movie. Love it. I've I also mm-hmm. know every single line of that movie. I've watched. I've probably in all honesty, watched that movie more than I've watched Miracle. I've probably seen Miracle, I would say maybe 15 times. And I've seen The Rookie like probably like 20 times. Like I mm-hmm. love that movie so much. Um, it's just such a feel good story. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. I think it's on Disney Plus probably because it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, awesome movie. All right, Johnny, back to you. I'm going to go with a more serious one. Uh, Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. No, actually, Coach Carter. I love Coach oh, Carter. Oh, Coach Carter's a great one. Yeah, Coach I love Carter's Coach a great Carter. one. But remember the Titans Samuel also L. a good one. Yeah, huh? well, I said good old Samuel L. Um, yeah. I, I have to go with Remember the Titans as my number three mm-hmm. pick, um, or I would be doing a disservice to myself. Mm-hmm. My number three, back to the comedy route. Uh, I guess Rookie of the Year might not. Uh, I, I consider it a comedy kind of. Um, and I'm going Happy Gilmore. Oh, you mother. You took my number four yeah, pick. Yeah, I'm going Happy Gilmore. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously hockey is involved too. So I loved that aspect. Um, but yeah, happy Gilmore. For yeah. Me. I mean, ha- happy Gilmore is just an absolute classic, mm-hmm. um, all around, you know, uh, Hmm. There's so many good ones. And like, I have a number four one, but I'm, I'm kind of curious if, if, if we actually count this as a sports movie, I guess it would, it's a boxing movie. Do are we counting that? Are yeah, we counting sport. that as, yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, of course it's a sport. I just, didn't know how uh you know if we were going with the four majors but uh all right we're going boxing movies as uh, sports movies and number four pick i'm actually going with another one of my favorite movies actually of all time mm-hmm. um i actually like this movie more than i like miracle and my other picks in terms of like a movie overall but not in terms of sports movies so for my number four pick i'm going with cinderella man with Russell oh, I love Crowe. that movie. It's a Absolute movie. classic, incredible mm-hmm. movie. Um, Russell Crowe and Paul Giamatti. It's might be one of my five favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. No, it's a really good movie. I'm I'm debating right now between a couple. You only have two. Mine, mine are just I'm I'm falling in the same category now. You, you'll get a sense of my personality, the people that are listening that don't know my movie taste. But I think I'm going to stick with the Adam Sandler theme uh, for my fourth. Are pick. you going to? Are you sorry, uh The f- oh, okay, I know what you're what? saying. What? What? I know what you're saying. Yes, you're ob- dude. You're obviously saying, uh, "Oh my god, uh, don't don't tell me." I I literally have like mind block. I'm not right telling now. you. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I told longest you yard, longest yard. Yeah, longest yard. Yeah, of course. Was yeah, that that was that. So funny enough, when you just when I just said like, "Can I choose the boxing movie?" I was I was deciding between those two. So mm-hmm. it's nice because you're giving me free picks here since you're hitting yeah. my other ones. Um, yeah. Oh man, there's so this is the many last good one, right? This is five. Yeah, this is the last one. There's so many good picks, man. Like, oh, I mean, Major <laughs> like League, Field of Dreams, Moneyball, um, Rocky. Oh man, what do I want to go with? My, <laughs> my picks are so stupid, dude. 
The Mighty Ducks are a classic. I yeah. honestly, I, I'm gonna go just absolute classic here. I feel like I have to. I'm going with the Sandlot. The Sand, yeah, that's a good one. Well, these are also movies I'm trying to think that I still watch today. You know, I mean, th- the way I'm looking at it is like if any of these movies were on TV, I would I would stop what I'm doing and, and just watch it. Mm-hmm. All right, so my last pick, and you're probably gonna laugh at this. I'm going Airbud. No, oh, I'm going nice. kicking and screaming. Dude, you're you're dead to me. Um, Why? Wow, I love that. that movie's amazing. Come on, with Will Ferrell. Also, like bench warmers should be considered. Like. Bench warmer, dude. I can't believe. Honestly, that's a disservice that you didn't to yeah. Alex and AJ that you didn't uh, choose bench warmers there. Well, I was the I had kicking and streaming. And White men can't jump. A great one that I just that thought is of. a good one too. That is a really good one. There's dude, so there's many. So, good there's there's, yeah. there's so many. Should we do a bonus one, a joint one that we agree on together? Well, I think we just named a couple that we do. No, we we gotta we gotta do a joint. Oh, dude, there's uh. Oh, Mr. 3000 is a great one. Oh, also, I got to say, like, my favorite hockey movie. We are of all Marshall. Time. My favorite hockey movie of all time is Mystery Alaska. I love that. Mystery Alaska is a good one. It's not my favorite of all time, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, it is. Favorite, it I'm, is I'm saying favorite, favorite hockey. hockey. Is that your favorite hockey? You like Miracle Over That? I like Miracle Over yeah. That. But you know what? You know what I would, I would go with if I did have a six? And it might honestly be like an unpopular opinion, but I just loved it so much and I've watched it so many times invincible with mark Wahlberg. oh yeah that's a great movie should we settle on that for number six is our yeah i love elizabeth thanks in that movie too she's great mm-hmm. she's awesome yeah yeah okay but yeah, well uh yeah that's the draft this week and you know we'll we'll pick a fun topic for you guys next week as well and you can send that, in topics too if you want people can yeah, write in topics. yeah send in some topics um you know pretty much anything uh other than that i i, I think that's it well yeah we got rangers ducks monday night Rangers, Sharks, Sharks Thursday, Thursday night, and then Columbus Jackets, yeah. Monday night, and then they're all home. I think, right? They're all no. Home Blue games. Jackets are away. I think. Is um, it? Or maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, I know. I know. Sharks are definitely home because I might go. Mm-hmm. Um, Ducks are obviously home. Ducks are home. I might go. Yeah, Blue Jackets are home, and then Avs are home. Yeah, so we got a four-game homestand. Let's let's go four and zero here, and let's let's see what the boys got. Yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. But thank you guys for listening. Send in some more questions for next week. We're hoping to lock in this big guest for next week, but kind of have busy weeks, so we're going to yeah. see what we can do here. But we love you guys. Thank you. LFGR, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.